Hey everybody, welcome back to Explain Like I'm 5, a podcast where we take the questions you always wanted to ask and talk about them in a way that's easy to understand. We are your hosts, I'm Tim. Hey everyone, I'm Kevin. So Kevin, today we're talking about something we see quite often, although sometimes we don't see it because they're underground, and those are power lines. Why do we not put power lines, especially in the US, underground so that everyone doesn't lose power during a hurricane, a wildfire, or other natural disasters? Oh, it all boils down to one word, cost. But there are actually advantages and disadvantages uh, besides the economics of it all. So I guess you're thinking about, you know, the aerial cables that carry the high voltage electricity and are supported by large pylons, generally considered a pretty unattractive feature of the countryside. Yes, that's right. They're an eyesore. Yeah, yeah. Aesthetics are a major argument against them, as well as, of course, the natural disasters and protection from severe weather conditions. But there are also disadvantages of putting them in the ground. You know, think about like faults and also the difficulty to make repairs. Finding and even repairing these, the overhead wire bricks can be accomplished in a few hours, but finding and repairing underground power lines can take days or even weeks to find and fix. So how much of a cost difference are we talking about? Well, in highly urbanized areas, the cost of underground transmission can be something like 10 to 14 times as expensive as overhead. And in less dense environments, well, these above ground lines cost something like, you know, $10 per one foot. But underground lines cost in the range of $20 to $40 per one foot. So about two to four times more expensive. So it really depends on the environment, as well as we're talking about like the total cost over the lifetime of the cable with all the repairs and maintenance, you know, we just mentioned. So you mentioned those urban environments. Why is it more expensive in a city? It seems to be actually more common in cities that you find cables underground. Well, yeah, um, that's because building new city developments with underground power lines is relatively easy. Uh, Well, before you put up the buildings and pour the asphalt for the roads and plant the lawns, you could, you know, plan it all out and dig trenches to make sure you bury the electrical lines. Of course, it looks nicer, it's easier. And anyway, you're already uh, already digging these trenches for water, sewer, gas, cable, etc. So laying another set of conduits in the same trenches isn't much additional cost. Sounds like what you're saying is it is difficult to retrofit an existing city. It was easy to tell where I was going with that, right? Yep. Um, when you have a city, which you know the majority of cities these days, that's already standing and with buildings intact and streets covered with traffic on it 90% of the day, uh, and also the complicated water, gas, and sewer lines actually crisscrossing underground, well, things become much, much more difficult. It involves, you know, everything from getting easement rights from just about every landowner whose property you cross, and then obviously have the manual work of digging up existing streets and sidewalks and lawns, uh, potentially blocking traffic for several days to lay a couple hundred feet of cable. It all gets very, very expensive. Uh, and then, you know, every transformer and switch and other bit of equi- equipment also requires another hole, bigger hole to be dug. And I'll first remember that these require access manholes on the surfaces and vents and sometimes above ground cabinets too. So more easement rights are needed for these since nobody wants a manhole in the middle of their lawn. How about the wire itself? Is that different overground and underground? Oh yeah, that too. The, the underground version of these conductors are much more expensive. 
That's because the conduit piping it goes into is an added cost. Uh, but then also there is a price difference between underground wire and overhead wire for running a similar amount of current. Now we know electricity likes to get to ground, right? So this wire has to hold voltage that is desperately actually trying to release itself into the surrounding earth. So if you nick it when pulling it in uh, or damage the insulating jacket in some other way, oh, well, unfortunately you have to now replace that wire. Well, I guess it's good to have both options of overground and underground at the end of the day for electricity. That's actually a pretty good point there. Um, if you think about it, compared to most other utilities, electricity is pretty easy to move overhead. You know, the other, the other uh, utilities like water, oil, gas, and sewage are not. Mm. <laughs> and in most places, uh, the ground where it would make more sense to bury power lines is often crowded. And most of these companies don't want high voltage anywhere near, you know, those other stuff. But because of the difficulty of repairing underground, you often find when you have underground lines that something like redundant lines are also run. Mm, I see. Now for the overhead power lines, what is it that causes this audible electric buzzing sound? I believe they come from high voltage power lines. Oh yeah. Uh, so that buzzing sound is because of oxygen being ionized by the high voltage. This also leads to, you know, violet light formations. Uh, it is called the corona discharge. So the sound you're likely hearing is that corona discharge. It's essentially the noise that air makes as electricity jumps through it. Basically baby lightning. Uh, the higher the voltage and also the more humid, and if there's a sharp point in the setup, can all make the sound uh, sound a little louder. So have a listen to it, particularly on a humid night. Mm, I will try that. Now, finally, government regulation plays a big role in whether you end up with overground or underground lines as well, right? Oh, definitely, definitely. Uh, Europe, they managed to get a lot of power lines underground. And part of it is the denser urban areas, but also part of it is government regulation and incentives for what's called undergrounding. I believe some places in the US are also experimenting with that. And Mozambique has some regulations for overhead power lines. Why don't we end with that factoid? Oh yeah, that's a, that's a pretty fun fact. Uh, so in Mozambique, the overhead power lines have to be at least 12 meters or 39 feet high. And you know why? Why is that? <laughs> it's to actually permit the safe passage of giraffes. That's an interesting note to end with. Did you learn something new? I certainly did. If you did, send us an email. We are at eli5, the podcast at gmail.com. We love hearing from you, especially when you have comments and suggestions for us. If you are a regular listener of this podcast, please do take the time to leave us a rating or a review on Apple Podcasts because it helps other people to find this show. As always, thanks to the community at r slash explain like I'm five, and we will see you all next week.